The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Matthew 16, continuing our series about following the Savior. And if you have access to a Bible, have one nearby you, go and pick it up, open it up to Matthew chapter 16 as we consider God's Word together today. I want to remind you about our website at considerhisword.org. And many things you'll find there, many resources and a little bit more about us and our ministry here at the Big Cypress Seminole Reservation in South Florida. But you'll also find a link that says Contact Us. We would love to hear from you. If you'd click on that link, send us your address and maybe where you're hearing the program today, we will send you one of our little prayer journals. This is just a little notebook that slips into a pocket or easily slips into a purse or Bible case or something like that. I take mine with me to church on Wednesday night and as people give prayer requests, I am able to write them down and keep track of them. We'd love to get one uh, to you as well. So just write to us. There's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no, I'm not going to be pestering you about sending us money. We just don't do that. So just simply write to us. So you can do it through the website, considerhisword.org. You can email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Or, as many do, you can just simply write to us. Our address is Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you again. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. We've been talking about following the Savior, about how important it is to follow the Lord and what Jesus said about that here in Matthew chapter 16. So I want to read the text again. This is Matthew 16, starting at verse 24. The Bible says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whoever whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, you must deny yourself. There are two things he said. I want you to know, he said, if any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And so I would ask you this question today. Are you a follower of the Savior? Are you a follower of Jesus? A disciple of Jesus, if you would. 
you know, I've heard talk, people talk about following different people, that I'm a follower of Freud or I'm a follower of John Peterson or I'm a follower of some other leader uh, that's out there. But are you a follower of Jesus, learning of him, learning about him, learning to do what he says and obeying him above everything else? He said that we must deny ourselves and follow him. It's hard to deny yourself. And so we've been talking about different kinds of followers of Jesus. Last week, we talked about the, uh, the first one, which was the, the imitation follower represented by Judas, who, you know, though by all appearances, he seemed to be a follower of Christ, and yet in the end, he betrayed him, sold him out for 30 pieces of silver. That 30 pieces of silver, by the way, cost him his life later on. And so he was a, an imitation follower. Again, by all appearances, it looked like he was a disciple. I mean, Jesus knew him, and Jesus had called him. The disciples had so much trust in him that they let him carry the bag of money. He was their treasurer, and yet he betrayed them, and yet he turned from them. I know many pastors have people in their churches who they thought were followers, but when it came push to shove, they were just imitators. They weren't really, truly followers of Christ at all. You know, I actually had a man in my church that I, I really thought this man was born again. He came to church with his wife, and she was faithful. They were both faithful. They would be at church, and, you know, he would ask for prayer occasionally, but one day we were sitting out. We had been working on a job and a little church project we were doing as we were sitting down and, and resting. He, he told me, he said, you know, I just come to church because of my wife wife. I really don't believe anything the Bible says. I don't believe anything about Jesus. And he said, I just don't believe it. He was an imitator. Again, by all appearances, he seemed like a good church member. And the truth was, he wasn't a believer at all. Well, let's go on. Let's move on. The next one we want to talk about is represented by Peter. And I would call him the intermittent follower. Follows Jesus part of the time, but not all of the time. You'll see what, I'm, what I mean. You know, in, in Luke twenty two fifty four about Peter, when they were talking about Jesus, the Bible says, then they, then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. Now, when Peter was called to be a disciple, he began to follow the Lord. I believe he loved the Lord. You know, he, he was very boisterous about following the Lord. It was Peter who had set up when Jesus said in Matthew 16, who do men say that I am? It was Peter that jumped up and said, thou art the Christ, the son of God. Look what John said about him. This is in John chapter 6. I'm going to start reading in verse 66. This is when Jesus had been teaching some things that were very difficult. Many people were beginning to understand that Jesus was serious about following him and obeying him. And in verse 66, it says, from that time, many of his disciples went back. You know what we call that today? Backsliders. <laughs> it said then they walked no more with him. You know, here were people that were following him and listening to him and watching the miracles, maybe had experienced being fed by him, and yet when Jesus began to speak some hard words, they went back. But notice this. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. 
and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Notice he said, we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil? That was Judas. You speak of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. I want you to notice what the scripture said. When Peter would stand up and say, we believe and we're sure you're the Christ. He made a great proclamation of his faith in the Savior. You know, it was Peter. When, when Jesus said that they would deny him, that one day they would turn him again, it was Peter that said, though I should die with thee, yet will I not die, will not, not deny thee. Peter again and again said, I will follow you to the end. But the problem was, Peter was just an intermittent follower. When it came that day in the garden when Jesus was arrested, and they took, uh, and Jesus was taken to Pilate. The Bible says that Peter followed afar off. By the way, we don't see the other disciples around either at this point. So uh, just kind of keep that in mind. And he did, just like Jesus said, that, that, uh, that he would deny him. Jesus said to him, this, this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter said, oh, no. No, 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 I, I will not deny. I, I will go to the death for you. But yet Peter, there watching, denied him. Three times, just like Jesus said. The Bible says he even cussed a little girl and denied that he even knew the Lord. And when the going got tough and Jesus had died on the cross, it was Peter that said, I'm going fishing. <laughs> he was going back to his old life. And it was an attempt to return to his old life, I think, before Jesus when he was a fisherman. You know, he lived by that saying, I don't know if you've heard it, when the going gets tough, the tough go fishing. <laughs> and that's what he did. So the intermittent follower will make all kinds of promises and commitments and then go away. I can't tell you how many people have come into our ministry and committed to a uh, maybe a particular ministry, maybe it was a youth group, maybe it was with a special project. Uh, you know, we had a, a man come one time that wanted to do something very specific with our young people, and I said, fantastic, let's do it. And he lasted about two weeks. They come and make those promises and make those commitments, and then they go away. Oh, they want to be seen as strong and faithful. And a follower of Christ, but when the going gets tough, when problems arise or conflicts arise, they soon disappear. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen it around where you are. You know, they'll hang around a while and may get involved and you'll think they're just the greatest thing ever. And then one day they just don't show up at all. I actually had a man one time teaching a Sunday school class and everybody was excited about it. And he was a good teacher. One day we came to Sunday school and he just did not show up. Didn't call anybody, didn't call me, didn't call anybody in his family, didn't call anybody else. He just didn't show up. And so later when, when I confronted him and said, where were you? We were going to have Sunday school. You were the teacher. He goes, yeah, I decided not to do it. <laughs> and I said, it'd be nice if you'd have told somebody about it. And he never did 
teach Sunday school. He never did come back. Uh, you know, they'll hang around a while and get involved, and then they're gone. Sometimes they get distracted by something. But remember that part about denying yourself and following Jesus? You know, there's hope for the intermittent follower. Once they, they get honestly and fully committed to the Lord, you just can't slow them down. I mean, look what happened to Peter. Have you read Acts chapter 2? <laughs> Once Peter understood about the resurrection of Christ and saw the empty tomb, it changed his life. And Peter began to preach the resurrection and preach that great message in Acts chapter 2 where he stood up before all of the crowd of Jerusalem and he told them it was you that crucified him and tried to point him to the resurrection Christ. That same Peter that cussed the little girl preached to the crowd in the temple steps in front of everybody. And so that intermittent follower, there is hope. You know, they can, and I believe will at some point, come and make a full commitment to Christ that lasts their entire life. It did Peter. Peter went on and preached. We have two of our books of the Bible that were written by Peter. And Peter became a great missionary, a missionary reaching people. Open the door to the Gentiles. Read the book of Acts and see what happened to Peter and how he changed. Oh, he was an intermittent follower, but he became a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. So where do you stand? Is it time for you to make that commitment? to get back to church where you once served, to get back to serving the Lord again and honoring Him again in your life. We pray that you'll do so. God bless you. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries.